Welcome, welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. You know, you're talking about being busy and something that always helps remind me when I get that weight of the busyness of life is the... I heard it in, in an acronym years ago, but being under Satan's yoke, right? And so I always consider that, not that every busyness is, you know, I'm, I'm chained down by the enemy or whatever, but sometimes, you know, the, the schedule is like, is this really what God wants me to do? What can I take away? <laughs> right. And, and by the way, with that, you know, we're busy doing Pastors Live. It's Pastors Live. It's Wednesday. Um, and of course, we're, we're doing this for Jesus. And we want you guys to remember that uh, you can contact us if you have a comment or question. Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. We have some wonderful people in the studio today. First of all, we got Gary Austin, the voice of the valley, the man, the what? myth, the legend, the guy under glass. Hey guys. Uh, he's our producer, our engineer, and he takes, he makes us sound good on the radio so we really appreciate that and then we also have uh we shane hello who's now standing up in the studio uh my so, watch tells me i need so to get moving. To stand up okay yeah so so we get shane here we've got dave here today hey god bless you guys um, and then of course we also have some guest teachers uh so some guest teachers some guests uh guest, guest friends guest friends uh just guests i i I need more coffee today. There's no question about you that. You guys are our um, GFF. Guest yeah, friend forever. Uh, guest like friend that. forever. Okay. <laughs> oh, guest friend forever. I like that. The GFFs. Okay. And, yes. And under glass. Under glass. Oh, well, John's over there, too. Hi, hi John. John. John's over there. Say hi, John. John's uh, awesome. He's, he's I great. Love John. Uh, but we, I'm it's trying. radio, bro. You can't just wave. I, yeah, it's right. Yeah, people got to be able to hear you. Yeah. So, but we also we have Chad Miller here from the Billy Graham uh, Association, and we also have Gary Cobb. We've been talking to you guys for the last couple days. Gary Cobb with a very uh, cool jacket, by the way. Uh, yes, it is a nice jacket. He, he yes. does have a nice jacket. Uh, St. Andrews. That's a, he's got it going on. You're a hey, links guy. They wouldn't give me one a Billy Graham one, so I had to get one. Uh, okay. You know. <laughs> had to go all the way to Scotland, and all you got was this windbreaker. That's right. That's that's right. right. Well, I have a question for you guys that, that I think is really important. But uh, you know, today is Ancestor Appreciation Day. Um, and it's Wednesday, it's September 23rd. We do have services tonight here at Water Springs, so we invite you to come out and join us, especially if you're new to the faith. Uh, come out and join us. Yeah. Come and join us for yeah. Bible study, time of worship, and uh, getting into the Word together and kind of we'll, we'll teach you how, how church works. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ancestor Appreciation Day, and of course I was thinking about that, uh, my wife, when uh, I, had a, I had an uncle that did a whole bunch of stuff, flew all over the world, you know, before Ancestry.com and all that. And, and then my, uh, my wife tried to do some things for her family. But uh, when I think about ancestry, I always think, no, well, Adam and Eve, they're, they're, there's it. It, it, start, it. it started there, there. right? Adam and Eve, and it, and it starts there. They're with the Lord. And then you know, Satan shows up, messes this whole thing up. Um, you know, they Did were you given hear? one commandment, and they messed it up. And now sin is in the world. But thank goodness Jesus Christ came and died for us. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sins. So, yeah. So, yes, Dave, you no, were saying it. Did you like, hear Helen's testimony uh, in staff meeting? Oh, my goodness. On, uh, yeah. What day was that? Uh, it was last, it was la- it was last Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. That was amazing that yes. her paternal grandfather uh, was a Greek Orthodox pastor who got shipped off to Siberia because he would not recant his faith in Christ. But her maternal great-grandmother was a born-again Jew. And just talking about yeah. ancestry, man, I was right? just like, I know. Helen, keep 
talking. I know. I know. I was like, said, keep yeah. talking. That was Tell, an amazing yeah. legacy. Which I, is rarely was, said in church staff meetings. Keep right. talking. Talk, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, That's true. That's true. The pastors are always told. I mean, I've been told this a number of times, and I finally learned it. Less is more, Dave. Less is more. Yeah. But Helen yeah. is sharing Keep her going. legacy. Yeah, and yeah. I just was like, everybody else, stop talking. Listen to I was this. thinking of Tortured yeah. for Christ oh, and all that yes. stuff. I was like, yeah. her family needs to write a book. Oh, I know. I was thinking, now there is a book that yeah. people need to, they need to hear this story. Yeah. I, yeah I, that was do. amazing. It was man, an amazing I love story. And we do. We have an amazing legacy as New Testament believers. You know, the last couple of days, we've been talking a lot about Paul and how he went about making disciples and plugging them yeah. in and going back and checking up on them. Mm. And today, it was interesting, you know, in our reading, Pastor Ty in Galatians 2, where Paul writes, uh, 14 years after I went up to Jerusalem with Barnabas and took Titus with me also. And uh, I was thinking, man, three years, you know, in Arabia and 11 years in Tarsus. I mean, the, you, and and uh, Gary was talking yesterday um, about uh, just the time that it takes to do these things. And, you know, you don't just, it's not just one and done. Mm-hmm. Right. There was a lot of time invested in Paul, and thank God for that. It's not an event, yeah. it's a movement. Yeah, yeah that's well, right. Well, and that, that's very, very true. And, you know, we've, we've had an event, but your team is here for another eight weeks. Mm-hmm. It's not a one and done. We've been at it for two years, and mm-hmm. we are kind of on the last lap, but we pick up the torch that's the whole thing i was thinking about a relay race the other day you know when we were talking about some of the stuff is that the baton is being handed over to the churches mm-hmm. to be responsible for the new believers that's right because we did an event and it was a big event right mm-hmm. ren collective is here crowder is here we have all this it was so stuff. great it's so great and these people come forward and they they have the gospel has been made clear many times in that hour to two hours, that depending on which event you're at, right? <laughs> right? So it was made very, very clear. It was made clear through video. It was made clear through music. It was made clear through testimony. It was made clear through will. I mean, the gospel's made clear, and then you get to your counselors, and the gospel is made really clear again. Mm-hmm. And now the church needs to continue to make the gospel clear. That's right. And the church needs to take that responsibility now to say, now that you understand the gospel, now this is what it is to follow Jesus and share what you have learned. Yes. Mm -hmm. Share what you have, which is the idea of making disciples. Right. And one of the things about follow-up that I thought was interesting, I'd love to talk with you about a little bit, but you, first of all, when we're moving up to the event, prayer, 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 okay? Mm-hmm. So now that the event is over, we've been talking, we pray, pray, pray up to the event. Now we pray, pray, pray after the event. That's right. We continue to pray for everybody. We continue to see them uh, come a, a close to Jesus through prayer and through um, us praying over them and, and with them. But we, we also, um, as we do that, when we talked about, we talk about organizing like that initial visit when somebody comes to faith. In your mind, what what does that initial visit look like to you? Because in my mind, I uh, email is a seven percenter to me. Mm-hmm. So it's seven percent as far as communication efficiency, right? So emails are not for, and it just goes downhill from there. A phone call, you can hear a tone of voice. It might be maybe ten, twelve percent, but actual face to face communication seems to be the best yeah. type of communication. Right. So how? How do you like when you, it's an initial visit? Somebody's come to faith, and and so like let's say they they didn't have a church home. A friend didn't bring them because we've been talking about friends following mm-hmm. up, right? 
So when if you're given that responsibility as part of the church to go and now you're responsible for this person, how would you go about that initial and, and how would you follow up with somebody to say, hey, let's let's start getting together. Let, let me help you walk out your faith. Well, I always encourage churches when they go that that first initial visit that they don't stay too long. Oh, absolutely. Uh, because yeah, you know yeah. you don't want to be sitting there on the sofa and the people you're visiting say, you know, it's getting really late. Uh, would you mind locking up when you guys are done? We're going to go ahead and <laughs> right. go to bed. We, so, we have home groups sometimes that are like that. Right. Yeah, so yeah. So. so you go make it a quick visit. Just let them know you care. You're excited about their decision. Uh, give them a gift, maybe from the church, a mug or whatever. T-shirt yeah. with the church information on it. And then also you want to point them to a starting point in discipleship. And so that hopefully is the next week you say, hey, we've got a group meeting next week right around the corner from you. And uh, here's the information when it starts, and we'd love to have you come. You'll follow up with a phone call, but at least you personally gave them that invite to get them going, get them in the small group for discipleship. And I love what you said because, uh, and this was, I know, this was in a class uh, for for lead pastors when, when uh, the first thing we, when we talked about this. And it re- really kind of reminded me about that need for face-to-face communication. Mm-hmm. It's not, hey, I called them. You know, it's, no, I went to their door. I knocked right. on the door and I handed them a gift. And you don't even have to go inside. Right. You made that point. Exactly. Look, you don't even have to go inside. You right. could just say, hey, we wanted to have a face-to-face with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you had... You, you'd come to faith this last weekend and you say, you know, you re or rededicated your life, whatever it was, or, Hey, you had more, you had more questions. That's right. We want to help follow up with those more questions mm-hmm. and how, how can we do that? Hey, here's some information from the church. Here's a gift. Um, and I thought that was really, I thought that was really great just because my wife and I do that at Christmas time in our neighborhood. We go leave little gifts at the doors and we, you know, that's knock great. Over doors where we can. And so I thought that's a really good way to do that. And, and I thought that was really kind of nice to, Make it face to face, right? Um, but that that that's a comfort zone for some people, right? Like, well, so often yeah. we, we're not getting through in our communication, like you said, the email, right? You know, delete uh, the phone call. Now Ignore. they 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 see on their phone who's they. Don't, I don't know this person. They don't yeah. even answer it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. If, I, if my phone doesn't know the number, it doesn't even tell me there. It's a call. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So you got to got to get out there. Yeah, you got to get out there and connect with them. Right. And that comes back to intention because people love it when you're intentional, mm-hmm. right? Whether they yeah. whether they have the same beliefs as you or not, they love authenticity and intentionality. Mm-hmm. They That's just right. do. And as we are disciples of Jesus, we've got the greatest love and intentions in the universe, yeah. <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Chad. I know you're from another planet, but yes. Yeah, we got so, that. Yeah. We got the thing here. Yeah, Sorry. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't listen to Monday's program, you got to go back and listen to Monday's program. Uh, but you know, obviously, organizing teams, going, giving them a gift, you know, going face to face with someone, I, I think that says a lot, and it also mm-hmm. lets you know what neighborhood they're into. To know if you have a, like a, if there's a hot spot in the neighborhood to say, hey, how can we reach this this mm-hmm. area? Um, but then also, you said something about like preparing for those small group Bible studies mm-hmm. and the materials right. that you guys have. Would you would you tell everybody a little bit about those and kind of how those work? Because I think those are, they're really great. Again, it's basics. It's not like, you know, we're not Yeah, we're, we're not, not talking, inviting them to We're week not talking four. masters in theology. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking go. doctoral yeah. work. Mm-hmm. We're talking, they are, these are brand new Fundamentals. believers. Yeah. Fundamentals, right? When we so, uh, created this Bible study, it's called Growing in Christ. 
We took, mm-hmm. made it, tried to make it as simple as possible. So we started with one word. Like the first lesson is on salvation. And so that's our that's first lesson. word. So we give a definition. We're not assuming anybody understands what that is. But then we put six verses with each lesson. And so they go through and they, they circle the key words they learn about salvation. As they go through these six verses, then we write down what did we learn from that. Then we take one of those verses is a key verse, and that lesson is John 3.16. Mm. And so we're going to define two key words. The two key words we define are believe and eternal life. You say, well, that's three words. Yes, but we have some authority. There's, some yeah. so, <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a little grace there. So, yeah, yeah, a little bit of grace, yeah. So, and then we are going to paraphrase John three sixteen. Re- write it in our own words. We encourage you. Oh, so put your like name in there. Bible study, too. Yeah. 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 And then uh, <laughs> finally, you write an application. Oh wait, yeah, we are. Because totally of this, what do I need to do? Right. And uh, so we like to help them with that. Uh, because of what we learned in this lesson, what do you now know? Right. I know I have eternal life. Yeah. Praise God. That was the purpose. Yeah. And yes. then number two, what do you need to do for others? I need to tell the whole world about Jesus. Mm, that's right. Well, let's, let's, that's great. Let's narrow that down a little bit. <laughs> who, let's put a name and a face with this burden you have for the world. Who do you know who needs to know Jesus? So let's get specific. Number right. two, when are you going to tell them? Well, we're playing golf on Saturday. How about then? Well, let's shoot for that. How are you going to do it? I don't know. I'm a new Christian. Well, let's get together for lunch this week, and I'm going to show you a little book called Steps to Peace with God. Mm. And so our (laughs) application is specific. It's time conscious. It has a how-to. And so we're training them, not just to read the Scriptures and walk away, but let's really look at it. And let's look at the application. What do I need to do? See, this is the fun part for me, because this this just sounds so Calvary Chapel to me, because it's... Read it, right, and mm-hmm. so observe it. You know, interpret it, mm-hmm. and then apply it. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like what's inductive. Obey it. Which is obey it. Which is yeah. Which is inductive Bible study. But it goes beyond but Chuck Smith all the way yeah. back to James. Yeah. Don't just be a hearer, be a doer. doer. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and I, and I appreciate that because it, it's this idea that you're you're taking the principles of healthy Bible study. In a, in right a very simple form, right at the beginning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, if you, if people can learn that at the very beginning of their faith walk, to say, yeah, I'm going to read it, I'm going to look at it, I'm going to apply it, I'm going to seek to understand it, how it applies to me, and then I'm going to obey it, mm-hmm. right? That's right. And I, it's like that's, and I think sometimes that's the part we miss, right? We can do great inductive Bible study, but sometimes we forget the obey part. That's right, right? It's like we, it's like there's a lot of people who know the Bible, but they don't obey it. Right. right. Here, I mean, my where, Lord, send them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Here, my Lord, send that's where good application comes in, because good application encourages good obedience. That's right. Yeah. It gives you something tangible to oh. go. Oh, I need to do this. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I can see the T-shirt here. Here I am, Lord, send them. Yeah, I, yeah, I could just see that now. That's the that's the great out of another great out of context idea. So, but listen, I I am so thankful for you guys. You guys also have other things. That in, well, I know you have other things. You and I've talked. I know you have. You're, you're pastoring a church, yes. so right, Gary. What do you do outside? Or this is this your full time gig at this? It point? It is a more than full time gig. <laughs> yeah, it's a full time. But I was talking to Jeremy, who was here with Matt. 
um, who you know, and who's you know, Jeremy's a videographer and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he's full time at a church. That's what yes. he does. He's, he's a pastor at his church and he does media <laughs> stuff. And you, so you have a lot of people that come in for an event like this that are actually bivocational, mm-hmm. and this is ministry for them, right? And they're coming and they're investing in their skills and all that stuff. <clears throat> Um, across the board, I mean, how when an event like this happens, is it about a fifty-fifty split, or is it kind of as far as like, and outside yeah, outside of our outside of the local right. local folks, right, right, that are volunteering and doing right. that stuff, but probably the the well the for the event about, itself, yeah. we have a team that come in, but we have a lot of people we just hire, uh, right. sound and lights and the whole thing and program and then, but the most important part is all the people in the community. Right, that we've come in and we've worked with, we've prayed with, we've trained, we've invested, and and now they get to step up. Right, and it's really about them at this point, bringing their friends and discipleship. Right, and then continuing that journey with That's people right. um, until the next thing. Right? Well, here, here's the thing: uh, we were in New York many times with Billy Graham. Uh, the last time was what we called his last crusade. But uh, when we were there teaching Christian Life Witness, pastor came up and said, we were with you guys the last time when you did the Central Park rally. We were just starting our church. We had 30 people, and we all got in Christian Life of Witness. We all started doing bring a friend and praying and all the rest of it. And we saw our church double as a result of that Central Park rally. We had 60 people now. He said, then you guys left town, and nobody told us to stop. And so we just kept on. Training, equipping, reaching out, praying, bring a friend in our church. He said, "Yesterday we had over seven hundred, and it was these aren't people we've stolen from other churches." Right. He said, "These are people that continue to come to Christ." So we don't want you to wait for the next event. We want this to become the, the event. way. Yeah. It's like a good bottle of shampoo, right? You just I thought you were going to say shampoo. Rinse, repeat. Wash, <laughs> rinse, repeat. Just keep doing it, right? You know what? I really don't understand that. Right. I'm sorry, Todd. I've, yeah, I've okay. touched a nerve. Well, Chad knows it. it. Look at that hair, I know. man. Brother's got nice It's preacher brothers. hair. <laughs> it's preacher hair. Uh, it's southern preacher hair. Southern preacher hair. Yeah, so what, what, what do we have? What do we? I mean, we're, y'all got is, Jesus. We, we don't. We got Jesus. That's it. Yeah, we don't. We don't have this. We don't have the hair. But no, we have the Jesus. But we don't. But uh, you know, I I love that idea of just continuing to do it. Continuing that's to right. do it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to stop doing this. We're going to keep it's doing a, that's this. That's right. Of discipleship. But you said something that was really sweet is that, and these aren't people from other churches, right? And and I, I think I think I, I think that's a that's a huge issue. Yeah, and I, I know for me, I mean, just experience wise, it, it, it is it is important that we are seeing new souls saved, that's right. not souls transferred from pond to pond. Right. The kingdom doesn't grow with transferal membership. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it doesn't. It, well, it doesn't grow from side to side. Right. It, it grows up and down. It, mm-hmm. it grows towards yeah, Jesus. That's right. more of the country club dynamic, and that's nails on a chalkboard to my ears. I know, and is, I think, uh, and I, I know for uh, us, I know as, for us as pastors, that's one of the hardest things for us is that oh, we're going to take people from this church over here, and we're going to take people from this church over here, and we're going to actually go, and yeah. and we see that unfortunately, we do. We see people that actually go and say, well, we're going to go, and we're going to basically harvest these people to our space. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we're going to do a thing. And it's like we've all forgotten that th- in the book of Acts, Jesus discipled the, these this group of people that ends up being about 120. 
And then through the first message as the Holy Spirit's poured out and the Holy Spirit convicts of sin, mm-hmm. they repent because they literally had to change their mind about Jesus. They just cru- they, they just said, crucify him, crucify right. him. Now they're standing under the conviction of the Holy Spirit that he is Messiah. And 3,000 of them receive mm-hmm. gladly the message and are added to the church. Well, then the church has a responsibility That's right. to do discipleship. And the, the the beauty for us, and of course for us as a as a Calvary Chapel, are kind of we're we're Acts two forty two through forty seven people, right? That's where that's what that's our model for the church, right? Which is, mm-hmm. you know, the breaking of bread, fellowship, right? You know, prayer, uh, and you know, and of course he goes on house to house, uh, fellowship, that, that apostles' doctrine, and all the all those things that we, that we're doing. Are discipleship, mm-hmm. and, and that and that's what they that's how they did it. But I love what it says. We were talking about doing things in person, and they went house to house. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they ate their bread in, in gladness and simplicity of heart. Mm-hmm. There's a simplicity, and again, coming back to the materials, where sometimes people are like, "Well, it's too simple." Mm-hmm. I said, "But God made it simple, mm-hmm. right?" I mean, we right now in our Bible readings, right now, we're you know we're in Ezekiel. Okay, you want to talk about complicated reading? Wow, right? And sad reading too, yeah. right? A, a man's wife, I can't mourn, as, and, and 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 you just you're you're overwhelmed by that. And the, the Bible is and can be very complex, but the message of the gospel has always been very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so, like, and I I I, always, I tell the congregation all the time, hey. We're the ones that are making church hard. Church <laughs> yeah. is not hard. We make church hard. We make following Jesus hard. Following Jesus is a sacrifice without a question. Yes. But it's not hard. Right. We make it. It's not fearful. It's not hard. We as humans make it. We set these barriers up and, well, you can't come to church unless you do this. It's or the yabbits. Yeah, it's, it's all the yabbits yeah, and things like that. Little furry creatures. We have a few of them. Around <laughs> yeah. here. We're trying to, we have some traps yeah. out. We're trying to catch them. But yeah. uh, but it, it's really nice to have you guys here. It's great and, to be here. And just because you guys aren't going to be here on the radio with us and, and stuff like that, we're still doing follow-up. We want you guys to know that's our responsibility. We're going to be doing that. We don't, want get, we don't want that nasty crap. Uh, well, blessed no, assurance it, letter. Yeah. Blessed yeah. assurance letter. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. And Kristen scares us. I mean, we're yeah. afraid of her. We're we just are, like, too, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, should be. Yeah. We, love, we love her, but we're just like, we just we don't want that letter from her. I, yeah. I, I no, yeah. mm, no. It's more like, boy, eat your vegetables. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, mm, I don't know. Yes, mom. Yeah, yeah. So, but everybody's putting in a lot of effort. By this time, I mean, let's say it's Wednesday. So most letter, most most follow up information has now gone out. It went out on Monday. It went out. Yeah, so it went out on Monday. Everything's out. And your team is making follow-up calls. Now the church is needing to do the yes. same. And so now we're in this beautiful season of Praise reaping mm-hmm. the reward of all the labor Amen. that yeah. was done. But when you reap, there is labor in the reaping. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Since we've already so, yes. gone over time, yeah. can we give our brother one minute to pray for the people that absolutely. are getting those materials? Yes, absolutely. Would you please do that? Yeah. Father, we rejoice in what we've seen happen. Yes. God, thank you for those that have come to receive Christ and make other commitments. Dear God, help us to take each decision seriously. Mm. Help the church as they've received these notices that they go, Mm -hmm. go in love. Mm -hmm. And Lord, uh, make disciples. And Father, we pray for these new believers. We know that the evil one would destroy them. And so, Father, we pray against that. We pray that you would protect them Mm. through the Holy Spirit and the Word and prayer. Help us to reach out and to be disciple makers, Lord, those that care about these that have come. And Lord, we pray for great discipleship and 
reproduction. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, you're loved, your family, everybody, thanks for listening. Again, Pastors Live at therev.fm, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure, Pastors Pastors Live. Live.